can't tell if the chemistry is good by looking at it. It wasn't clear yesterday. For the last time, the saltwater pool is a chlorine pool. This is the Talking Pools podcast with pool pros from every region in the country. If it happens in a pool, you'll hear about it here. Everything from tips and hacks to the latest tricks and trends, breaking news. We lay it on the line. We tell it like it is because we think you deserve to know. for it welcome to talking pools with kelly and dan happy tuesday everybody so dan you said that you were at work late today yeah it was one of those one of those days this week has actually been just a a rough one um issues on all kinds of different levels that uh occasionally we have to put in extra hours and tonight was one of those so but tomorrow will be another day and the sun will come up and we'll start all over and just take a deep breath and plug on. Yeah, I know. Um, Monday and Tuesday were kind of rough for me. Actually, I even worked on Sunday, which usually is my hardcore not working. Yeah. But since I was flying out to Texas, where I'm at now in Houston, let me just tell you, me and humidity don't mix. And as soon as I got off the flight, I'm like, oh, my God, I can't breathe. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You know, our, our our wonderful Chicago weather. So yesterday it was like 86 and humid and hot. Like, you know, it, it one of those days that it feels like it's 100, even though it's not. And uh, and then today, I think our high was like 62. It's like this. Well, this what, two weeks ago we had 115 and then this week at home it was raining like pouring rain for three days and and then i come here and it's a hundred and something degrees with humidity right welcome to texas yeah i i saw you were at the johnson space center today or was that today you were there yeah it was so much fun i took my nephew he got to ditch school for the day Cool. He, he's uh, six years old, and so he went with me, and it was a lot of fun. We got to see, like, the test area where they put the astronauts into these big, huge, white contraptions so they can feel like they're in space and get used to it and train. Um, got to see some of the testing things they have for their upcoming missions to the moon. Cool. Yeah. And they... That's that's really really cool. You know the do they they have a space shuttle there, right? Do they? Or am yeah. I thinking wrong? Yeah. No, they they do. It's a a mock one, but the plane that it flies on is the real thing. Oh, okay. And the the 747 that they they launched them from to test, right? Yeah. That's cool. Uh, um, and then uh, what else? We saw rockets. Now the if you follow me on social media, you'll see these things are massive, like a whole football field, if not more. And so it was really cool to see it. And like when I take pictures of him in front of it, you could see like he's like a little ant and the <laughs> rocket is like me. <laughs> yeah. yeah. 
our our son uh, just graduated in May. I may have said this before from uh, University of Alabama in Huntsville. And uh-huh. Huntsville is Rocket City. It's uh, the home to U.S. Space and Rocket Center. And they had have they're they're refurbishing it now in a multi-year thing. But they had the uh, I'm trying to think of oh Pathfinder, mm-hmm. the space shuttle Pathfinder, which is it never flew. It was it was a a mock-up that they built just to make sure it would clear roadways and things like that as they're transporting it from here to there and all that kind of stuff. So, um, it, it, but they, they got that put there and it sits, well, when it was in place, it's, it's down now being refurbished, like I said, but it sits on top of actual, uh, boosters. I think they're actual boosters that, that, you know, launch the thing up into space and, and pull up, Pull up in the uh, next to this thing and, and look at how big all uh, like you're saying the rockets just how big they are it's amazing and you know they they strap two or three people on the nose of those things and say you know <laughs> light the fuse let's go <laughs> not not me that's uh that's that's it, it'd be cool in a you know like a Star Trek or Star Wars kind of thing put me on the Millennium Falcon and let me go into in the hyperdrive and I'm all for for that but strapping me on the top of one of those things is a little bit daunting yeah and then but yeah over the weekend and then earlier this week i was trying to get everything done that i needed to before i left it didn't help we had those storms so like my startups not all of them but the ones where they have a lot of construction going on in their yard the landscaping tore them up like one one pool has probably a good inch of dirt in it. Mm. Uh, the other one, it was like a hazy green, but I was able to clear that pretty fast. But it's like, and then the customers are like, well, what's wrong with my pool? And I'm like, well, you see your yard? It fell in the pool. Yeah. And this is also the first rain we've had in a really long time. And we've had a fire, like I told you. So I'm like, everything in the air has fallen in your pool. And that just, I was out on Tuesday until eight o'clock, which is really late for me. Sure. Now, one thing that was really weird is my phone goes off all day long. And yesterday as I'm traveling, I really, I had maybe one or two calls. And then today I had like nothing. My phone died. So I had to put on the charger. I turn it back on and oh my God. That thing just lit up with text messages from oh, people. Geez. And I'm just like, oh, my God. Now it's like, you know, hey, the person you were who you're going to have come help me today didn't come. You know, when's the, this other person coming? And it's like, oh, my gosh. Uh, or this isn't working. Can you come out? It's like I'm in Houston. There's no way I could come out. But hey, what about video chat? That is I have a I struggle with ignoring people when I'm on vacation. I even have a separate phone number with a separate voicemail. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's hard when, when, you know, it's, it's your business, it's, uh, it's your, your passion and, and to to try to turn it off. I, I can't remember the last, uh, last vacation I had that I wasn't still connected to everything. Yeah. And, uh, we're going to try real hard. We're going to be, actually heading down to Riviera Maya in a little over a week for a week with some friends and, and, 
I hope to be able to disconnect the a good portion of the week that we're down there, but it, it's hard. You know, you, you want to make sure things are still going right. And, and for you, so while you're gone, you have a, a network of people to help you take care of things while you're out of town or how do you handle that? Um, when it comes to, so luckily I don't have a route. So that right, helps. Right, right. When it comes to my startups, most of the time I communicate with my plaster companies and my builders. Hey, I'm going to be out of town this this duration of time, and we will plan around that. Now, if there is a, there are startups that I got calls for today. They're like, hey, we'll be plastered on Friday. Can you come out? You, they recommended you to come out, and it's like, sorry, I'm not back till Sunday. And so obviously I have to pass those up, which is kind of hard for me too. Um, But um, I have one builder that I let her know when my vacations are and she plasters around my vacation time. That's awesome. Yeah. That's very cool. Shows, shows how uh, in, in demand, I guess is the right word you are Mm -hmm. like that, that people will rearrange their, their schedule, their routines to make sure that they get, the the top gal in there to take care of those startups. That's great. Yeah. So that, that really let, I luck out in that aspect and like the other companies, you know, they mainly, what they do is they just give a list here, call one of these people. Um, unless I do have one plaster company that will specifically recommend me, especially to women. Oh, um, because you know, women are more comfortable with another woman there. You know, they also know I'm very like detail oriented. So sometimes when it's a little bit more of a higher maintenance customer, but yeah, I ha- I'm going to miss those couple that called this week, but they'll send me more later. And yeah, so, but you know, it, it's, it's funny you say that, that uh, you know, women more detail oriented. Um, I've found through the years that tends to be the case so often that the, uh, I, I know in recent episodes, I talked about a, a woman who who worked for us named Frankie, who yeah. was ex, extremely detail oriented. Um, I and they're obviously in, in a, a company like we've got. We've got all kinds of different positions and and men and women both that are that are doing different things. But I love having uh, women out in the field doing uh, doing maintenance, doing service, doing technical stuff. Um, they, I don't know what it is. And, you know, it's, this is my wife as well. If, if she didn't keep me on task and, and keep the <laughs> lists for me and, and, you know, make sure that I was doing everything I was supposed to, uh, I don't know where I'd be today. Kelly and Dan will be right back after these messages. Have you heard there is a group of pool service professionals nationwide that are here to help grow and protect your business? The Independent Pool and Spa Service Association, known as IPSA, is here to help you. By joining the largest trade organization created by and for pool and spa service techs, you gain access to industry networking opportunities, exclusive educational offerings, IPSA's Tech for Tech route coverage, and more. So be independent, supported, and part of a professional community. Go to IPSSA.com to learn how to be a member of IPSA today. It's it's interesting. I, I I think it's a an area that certainly the industry is is grasping more and more the 
the yes. acceptance, you know, certainly in, in our talking pools group, we've got, you know, three of the most fantastic women, I say, in the country as as part of our team, right? And no, yeah. I don't I don't mean Rudy for those that that <laughs> way. Um, but you and and Heather and Andrea, it's 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 just uh, you know you, you're a great representation of all that uh, that women are in our industry, and and hopefully a lot of those that are just starting out or maybe even considering this as an industry that they want to jump into will will look at you and others like you and say, hey, this is a thing I can do. It's it's not just a you know typical male driven environments. So. Well, I, I found that it works great for women, especially, you know, new moms or single moms, uh, because it is a great income that you can make once you get established. It's something that can, your business can grow quite quickly if you're in the right areas. And I'm still able to make it to doctor's appointments for my kids or next Tuesday. Unfortunately, I have to have a meeting with the principal not because of my son. Um, <laughs> and I'm able to be like, okay, what time I'll be there. Stuff like that. You know, even with Max's schedule, Monday, Tuesdays and Wednesdays, I have to drop him off and pick him up. And he goes to school at 855 and gets out at 320, which gives me what, four hours to work. Yeah. But this industry gives that option. And not, yeah. And then understand that because I get a lot of crap from them. Sometimes they're like, you don't start work till 10. Well, I have no choice. <laughs> yeah. You know, and I've I've been a, a dream of mine and I, I don't know if I'll ever be able to to accomplish it. Um, you know, we, we have uh, some single moms that are working for us. And when uh, things happen, kids get sick or need mm -hmm. to go to the doctor or dentist or all that. You know, we're, we're extremely flexible with everybody, but, um, you know, they all know that, uh, in, in fact, the, our service office manager, a, a woman who's named Melanie, she uh, tomorrow morning has to take her daughter to, I think it was a dentist appointment, and, and she's got some other things going on in the afternoon. So she's going to work around that. Um, she being in an office position, she has the ability of doing some stuff remote, so she'll kind of do that as she can and and, you know keep things moving along for the day from wherever she is. But it, you know, I, we try to be flexible to, to meet those needs, but I, I would love, and, and it probably, like I said, it'll never happen, but I think it would be so cool if we had our own daycare facility. Yeah. That, um, you know, the, the moms and dads can, if, if you know, it's all about opportunity and, and, some of those benefits and things like that, that uh, finding people, finding quality people isn't real easy for anyone right now. Yeah. And the the more that we can do to help people that way by being flexible, letting them go when they need to, to whether it's kids or, or whatever, to take care of them. Um, you know, if they're, if they're good at what they're doing, they're, they're getting the job done. It's real, real easy to say, you know what? Take what you need, because I know you're going to pick up and and make up for it and and all the rest of it. So it uh, I don't know. I, I would I would love to have a whole bunch of women in the Chicago area looking to work in pools. Call me tomorrow. <laughs> that would be nice if they know you're because I'll tell you, child care is probably one of the hardest things 
it it's very expensive you know it costs more than my rent um and the the hours are limited and usually when i find someone and i like them they you know they only last for so long that's you know and i'm the type of person you tell me the price i'll pay you (laughs) but you know kids kids aren't easy i come from an education background working with autistic kids and working in preschools and elementary schools and yeah it's it can get tiring when those little guys don't want to cooperate yeah you know our uh sales manager his uh steve is his name his he's he's got a a little boy and he his wife is a school teacher and you know there are oftentimes that he'll stay at home with thomas and you know if, if thomas can't go to daycare because he's you know woke up with a cold or or whatnot and uh or or he'll run him to the doctor because it's we're more flexible than uh, his wife is able to be with teaching and, and at the school. So, um, you know, I think the more that people are flexible with stuff like that, the easier it is to to attract and and hopefully retain employees for those of us that have employees out there. Well, it's nice to hear that there, there are companies out there that actually care because I hear a lot of them, you know, and I get it. They they're having trouble finding people too, and they they have so much work that needs to be covered. But you know, you still got to have a little bit of yeah reasonable flexibility. So yeah. and I will say it's pretty incredible in the almost two is it two years one two oh, we're almost going our third year with the women's group that I help with. And it's amazing to see the response we've gotten from the industry. Uh, you know, people being very receptive to it and encouraging it and and not be bashing what we're doing. And, you know, yeah, I get this couple mm-hmm. that's sexist. We can't sit, we can't have an all guys cl- club, but you can have a Mormons club. And I was just like, <laughs> well, you kind of already do, but yeah, whatever. Yeah. Or. Right. If I wear a wig and a dress, can I come to your trainings? And it's like, oh, okay. Hmm. But well, you know, you, today that's really not that far fetched, is it? Yeah, that that is true. <laughs> right. Hey, when he said that, I was like, what does your ID say? <laughs> you know, now that you can change that on the ID to identify how you feel, yeah. that is the qualification. So, so. After you know a, a few more a few more years of you working with the pool girl pool girl pro sorry tongue tied there group, <laughs> we'll 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 have you have to start like uh, what the tree the pool tree pro <laughs> group or something for those who identify as trees. Well, I guess so. <laughs> I just hope we don't get a bunch of pool pool guys that are tree tree lovers and telling us so oh, don't cut our cut the trees. <laughs> Can't cut the trees around the yard. Yeah. So, but that's actually part of why you're in Texas, right? I mean, I know you're you're visiting family, right? But the 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 main reason for you going down there is because of your uh, pool girl yep. pro. Yep. Use. To to meet more women in our industry, talk with them, see what their challenges are and what their successes are, and how we can grow the group to help even more women as much as possible. That's very, very cool. So that's uh, tomorrow is when you guys are getting together? Yes, tomorrow and Saturday. 
and by tomorrow, I know everyone is listening to this on Tuesday, but we're referring <laughs> to tomorrow as being last, uh, well, what is Friday, the 23rd, right, of September? Yeah. So uh, by the time everyone hears this, it will have already happened, and, and we'll probably have a, a podcast that touches on a recap of it, right? Yeah, and uh, we want, and we had a lot of people, women saying they wanted to do it that were in Florida, so we are there's going to be something in Florida soon. Um, just have to figure out what and how and where and all that. That's, but I just love that we're getting to other places than just where I live. That's fantastic. That is that, uh, that is really, really cool. I, I love that. So pretty soon you're going to be, you know, at, at home working on pools like a couple of weeks out of the month and the rest of the time <laughs> you're going to be. You know, so Texas, then Florida, you'll probably have to head up to to the northeast at some point. Right. Oh, yeah. Well, uh, we are um, considering turning it into a nonprofit and we would love to have a board that has a bunch of ladies that represent the different aspects of the industry and, you know, grow it from there. Um, Thanks to LinkedIn. I've met a lady that works for Leslie's who has his uh, background of making nonprofit organizations in male driven industries. Oh, wow. And so she's going to help us with that as well. That's, that's amazing that I, you know what, I am all behind you on that. Whatever, whatever we can help with, uh, I am, I'm there for you. Kelly and Dan will be back next Tuesday with part two of Women in the Pool Industry. I just wanted to take a minute to say thank you for listening today. I'm hoping you enjoyed the episode as much as we enjoyed putting it together for you. Listen, it's been a couple of wacky, crazy, screwed up years from pandemic to Poolmageddon. I just want you to know that we are all in this together. If there's anything that we can do for you, send me an email at talkingpools at gmail.com. Again, that's talkingpools at gmail.com. We're here. This is your podcast. We are the Pool People's Podcast of the Pool People for the Pool People by the Pool People's Podcast. This one is about you. So thank you for tuning in and listening. Do me a favor. Click subscribe before you go. That way you don't miss an episode. 